we've been talking a lot about what's going on on this show for a number of weeks now, and I'm, you know, I'm open to all possibilities, and I've worked with certain people for quite a while, so I trust their abilities and what they have to say. And some, you know, some people might say things a little differently than others, but you know, it's all perspective. And you know, you can gain insight from just about anybody, I think, that you talk to. Um, so I welcome this week Joy Regina Melchizedek. We've done many shows together. We've channeled different energies. She's just shared her wisdom. She's an amazing psychic. She's a medium. She's an amazing healer. She's worked on me and even helped me. Of all people, she's helped me as well. <laughs> and so from Pennsylvania, it is my pleasure to bring on Joy. Joyous is with me. How are you? Hello, TJ. Thank you for having me come in and chat with you and share during these very um, evolutionary, auspicious times, you know. There's so much cooking right now. It's exciting to be here and uh, to chat with you again, you know. Yes. And so... And and you've been busy and I've been busy and we haven't talked really in quite a long time. But mm. I got, you know, I had Rosalind on a, a while ago and I thought, you know, I got to get Joy. If she's free, I would like to have yeah. her come on and see what she has to. And then maybe we can talk about if there's someone you want to channel and you mentioned the Council of One and you also mm-hmm. wanted to share a dream and you also wanted to tell me that you're writing another book, which is like... Wow, you're busy. Yeah, I actually have the one book um, done, and I am selling it online, and all the proceeds go to the kids. So I make it very, like, affordable. You know, it's like $8.88. But um, the big thing is the resources go to the kids, but the book came... um, came through last year and um, it has a, a, it's all of about peace and it's very short it it breaks things down it's like 10 principles to peace um, the council of one does an introduction and then people share exercises they've experienced in sessions with the Council of One that have worked for them. So um, at some point, maybe if we have time, I'll share a little of that. But um, I wanted to, and we'll get back to that, but um, first I really want to share this dream experience I had with you and everyone. Now, as you know, as a conscious channel, I tend to see things from this other place. And um, I have worked with the cops on murder cases and things and have done mediumship work throughout uh, my life. So, (coughs) excuse me, um, every once in a while what will happen is I'll have a dream visit with somebody. But before the virus started, uh, one night I had this dream that I was a man and I was in China and I was working in a lab and I went to work one day and I saw um, a cage door open and that an animal had gotten out 
and I made notes. And then the next day, I went to work, and I noticed all the doors in the lab were open, and all the animals had gotten out. So I went to a group of people, and I was saying to them, it's now time to warn everyone. And the next thing I knew, I was in a building, and I was kept in an isolated room, and I heard pounding on the door, and I knew it was the government. And I woke up, and I thought, huh, how interesting. And I let it go, and it was interesting because right after that, um, I started displaying symptoms um, of what the virus was. And now I went and got treated. I was very sick, but they didn't diagnose me. Mm -hmm. And that always works better for me because I can transcend it easier. So about a month ago, that that dream kept coming back to me. And I realized, um, you know, it took a while because I get busy over here and sometimes the spirits come and I'm like, yeah, wait a minute. (laughs) So, but anyway, it dawned on me that that was a spirit that died trying to warn people what was happening. And right after I realized that, I had two people validate that they had heard a story like that, that it happened. So I know we sometimes look at things with conspiracy theories to some degree. Um, There are other pieces. Like I know somebody who recently told me her daughter, who who, uh, works in a lab as a nurse, started noticing that people started coming into the country last year with with these symptoms and it wasn't acknowledged for a year for a year so yeah so it's been around a lot longer yes it has to be because i know people up here myself included who i feel have had this um and it wiped out pretty much everybody at work and we all had the symptoms and what kept yeah. me from getting worse is this stuff that, that I learned about called oil of oregano, which after mm-hmm. I took it right away, and it pretty much kept the virus in check, but I still felt worse than I felt in years, probably 30 years. Yeah. And um, But it never entered into my lungs because the oil of oregano killed it enough to, and I think this would actually be a great cure for it because we don't need drugs or a vaccine um, there are natural things that are out there, but I found this stuff is really natural and it, I got mm-hmm. information from a doctor that I know and, and I've used it for colds and all kinds of things. So, and people up here, and I've talked to as many people as I can, Joy, they mm-hmm. think they've had it going far, as far back as November. So how in the yeah. middle of nowhere where we are, yeah. did this get yeah. up here? It has to have exactly. been around a lot longer. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, 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 you didn't. You didn't. What you said is really valid. And um, I just want to share, too, like you said, with the oregano. um, I was um, rushed to urgent care, and I was so sick. I never take antibiotics. I was like, give them to me. 
give them to me. I'll take them. Because mm-hmm. I knew I needed to start clearing enough that I could work on myself. And somebody had a, an experience and brought the name of something called Clear Lung to me. And they said I was directed to tell you about this. But I started taking it, and for the first time in five years, I haven't had to use my inhalers. Um, So, yeah, that's called Clear Lung. And when I was finally tested, um, they checked my lungs and said they were clear. So, you know, it's just, I think the oregano, the Clear Lung, um, ginger works. Ginger, lemon, and honey works with everything. Um, but in the meantime, yes, it's been around for a while. And I have to say, um, Flo, who was on the show, the Council of One, there's a Native American I know, and there's also a a woman who follows Babaji and Alma, and all the prophecies said that this year, uh, the world would see things the likes of which they've never seen before. And that's happening. So there's four um, unified prophecies that are speaking about this. And so I think it's good to understand the human element and how things are created from fear and how it's also created... Uh, from a lack of integrity toward life. I mean, if you look at what started with the virus, it displayed a blatant lack of integrity toward life. Mm. And it was zeroed in. Now, it's interesting. uh, They said the animals don't carry it, but that's not true. And it was the attack on the animals that carried it. As it seems like that's the case we've had from other viruses as well. The going into certain parts of the planet that where we start cutting down rainforests and things like that, and then next thing you know, there's a new virus. But I also believe that there are many viruses that are created in labs, or at least enhanced. They get this original virus, and they put it in a lab, and there there are those that want to kill us off, and so they will find a way to make it more deadly is and I can't see that's the case with this one but I believe in the past like Ebola some of these maybe came out of a out of a lab and were exposed to people well I that's what I feel on the human element now I want to switch radio stations talk about the higher purpose link Um, You know how we discuss with quantum physics, um, everything is energy? Mm -hmm. So, you know, we have a a creation flow of energy, and we have this destruction flow of energy. Now, when people look at it, the destructive flow, they fear it, which feeds it. And in reality, anything that's destructive, all it can do is destroy. Anything that is creation can only create. So it's kind of like 
now here's the chance to decide. What are you going to fear? What are you or what are you going to choose? The fear? Are you going to keep feeding the fear? Or are you going to disintegrate the fear? So like in my in my reality, I get those pieces so I can look at it for what it is. And it gives me a kind of empathy toward people when they're in fear. And then I can say, but look over here. So in the creation realm, creation, its energy is stronger than any of this disintegrating, destructive stuff. Because in the higher realms, it doesn't exist. It's an illusion. Mm -hmm. So the trick is to live and flourish through this time is to use whatever you may have experienced or you've seen as an opportunity to make a choice and take another step out of fear so you can use it as a mastery tool. That's what I see. So for me, like I had the dream. I went through the symptoms. I listened, and it was interesting because without being told what to do, I self-isolated, I stayed home, I canceled clients, which I never do, and I did that for three weeks. And I watched mindless TV shows and Ghost Whisperer, and I did that (laughs) kind of stuff. And I sat there and was basking in the glow of the light. And people wouldn't, they knew, don't contact me. They knew. It was the strangest thing because normally it was like I was on the phone almost every day for three weeks, barely nothing. And when I went through it, what came to me was a recalibration. I got that I had recalibrated and reordered some things that I needed to. So in a very real way, what I was doing was releasing attachment to the fear grid in the human experience. It's like once you face the fear and the potential of it can do this, this, and this, and you walk through it, it's not there anymore. So my sense is that On one hand, yeah, people are trying to move too fast. On another hand, people are really trying to step beyond the fear. So my sense is if we stay in the choice of love and the light, we keep our vibrations up through this time, even though I really feel um, because we are in a time of rendering as well, and many souls are leaving the planet. Even though that's going on, if you're holding your vibe high enough and you're staying linked to the oneness, you know, you're going to transcend what's going on all across the board. And I see it. I see it. It's funny. It's like um, there are times I'm out and uh, let's say if I go to a grocery store and I get this sensation of, oh, I want to go in that store. And uh, then all of a sudden, a voice will say to me, do not go in there. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) No, I don't even ask why. I'm like, all righty, no problem. (laughs) That's what I do. Because 
I don't feed the fear. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like I just go, oh, how sweet I'm being loved. You know, <laughs> and and I strive to live that every day. But there is that you got to be conscious that you're not walking in the waves of fear because that's what's creating the disintegration and the destruction, you know. So it's kind of like if you have a moment, you kind of go, oh, I'm having a moment. Wow, look at those flowers blooming, you know, something, you know. It's like change radio stations. Yeah, change your focus, shift your focus, and what we focus on, we get more of, it seems like. So um, I really haven't been afraid of this at all. Actually, I'm not even afraid of the virus because I think I had it and I survived it. And even if I I didn't survive it, well, gee, I return home. Um, (laughs) Gee, that's a bad thing. So, (laughs) You know, you said the same exact thing I said to myself. I said, well, if this is it, woohoo, I'm going home. <laughs> you know, it was like that. But let me tell you something in my experience. I'm never going to get to die. It just isn't going to happen. <laughs> I've tried. <laughs> it didn't happen. <laughs> you've, had, you've had many major illnesses, pretty serious ones, right? And uh, you just keep hanging in there, haven't you? Hmm? Well, you know, I was... I I am told um, it's interesting. I was somebody did some work on me one time and said <clears throat> uh, the way they the the reason why you get ill is because that's the only way they can try to stop you. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Well, and you know what though it didn't. So I've kind of gone to the place of, well, I've given up attracting that, you know, because it's not working anyway, and there's too much to do, you know, too much to create, too much to experience that is beautiful and real and honest and heavenly here, you know? That's interesting that you you say it, that you feel that you were told that there are those, gee, we don't, we don't need to know who they are, but um, that, you know, well, you know there's going to be pushback, right, because of what's going on. I think you and I are well aware that there's going to be pushback when we try to speak the truth or speak our truth, and I don't care. You know what? doesn't bother me. None. There would have been a time I think I would have been afraid, but not anymore. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. Like you know, I said, if I go if I go to Never Never Land, then I'll hang out with uh, Peter Pan or whatever. So mm-hmm. it is what it is. Yeah, you're in good company. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're in that world together, though. You know. <laughs> am I we Peter, really are. Am I Tinkerbell or am, or are you are you Peter Pan and am I Tinkerbell? Is that how that works? No, 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 no. I'm Tinkerbell okay. in this life. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I want to tell you something very magical that's happening. Speaking of Tinkerbell, you know how birds fly into the windows and they die? Mm -hmm. I have a set of cardinals, male and female, that come knock on my windows all day long, 
and then I go there and they talk to me. Really? They, they, oh yeah. And people that come to my house are like, oh my God, I have never seen this before. It's, it's amazing. Not only that, Roslyn, I mean, the animals are doing things around here and Roslyn is calling my house, uh, Snow White's Cave, you Mm -hmm. know, it's like, but these male and female cardinals are there and presenting themselves as, um, you know, symbols of union in many ways. And they're coming in together. It's amazing. My indigo niece brought her boyfriend to visit me this past Sunday. And um, he's not used to any of the stuff that I do. Well, by the time he left, he he wanted a reading, and he saw the cardinals, and he's like, holy cow, you know, like stuff happens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's really something. So, and I know if that's happening here, the animals are interdimensionally communicating, and we're hearing more and more stories like that, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Like in um, the canals in Italy, how the dolphins and whales were swimming and playing in clearer waters for the first time in hundreds and hundreds of years, you know. So, you know, I heard a I heard a story about that, but then I also saw another one that said when that never happened, that's just a fake story. You're saying that really? I don't that it actually mm-hmm. did happen. Okay, good. That's good to know cuz who do yeah. you, who can you trust when I don't trust any story 100% that I read, but I do keep an open mind to okay, maybe mm-hmm. it's real, maybe this one's telling the truth. You know, you can resignate it in your heart. I never really one way or the other thought too much about it, but it wouldn't surprise me that um the animals, you know, I I've had some strange ones acting out in front of my building here. Uh, just mm-hmm. yesterday, there was a little wren, poor little fella. I think it was yesterday or the day before. We had a lot of wind, and he came mm-hmm. and he flew and he bounced like several times into the window. And I thought, is he going to be okay? And and the wind was really strong. And so I got up because uh-huh. I've got these big tall windows. They're like oh, twelve feet high, yeah. 10, ten feet high, and they go down to almost about two feet off the ground. So it's not all the way down to the ground. And I peeked out over the window. I, I got up and I looked, and he was just huddled up against the uh, the side of the building because the wind was blowing, you know. And I thought, I really felt he was connecting with me. Like I see the pigeons out <laughs> here every day. They're coming up and they're looking at me. There's a little gray yep. squirrel that comes up here. I watch him. And I just have this, I know I have this connection with these animals. Uh, yes. But I made sure the little wren fella was okay because then I saw somebody else walk by and he flew off and eventually went on his way because I thought, what am I going to do? Do I go out there and do I help him or do I allow nature to be? And that's generally kind of what I do. Anyway, getting back to you have these cardinals and that's amazing that you're getting this. Obviously, they want to communicate with you, right? Yeah, they are. And I think that... um, Like I said, that's just happening with us more and more. And I wanted to bring that to everybody's attention because this is the time where we, um, in the choice to live connected with creation, our communications with creation become stronger. I think over the years, I shared the name of a couple of books and 
One was Behaving as if the God in All Things Mattered by Michelle Small Wright and um, books like uh, The Garden at Finehorn, uh, Summer with the Leprechaun. They speak on how to live in cooperation with nature and all of creation, and that's what this time is about. So it's interesting. They're presenting themselves to us much more. <clears throat> you, know, you know, Joe, I wanted to run this by you since, because uh, I just thought of this, and maybe it's connected in some way to mm-hmm. this, because everything happens for a reason in, in all the, um, the plant kingdom and the elemental and the animal and all that. So I have this, you saw that apple tree that was in my yard when you were there. Yeah. The old yes. apple tree. Um, I had some on the outer edge where that p- portal was, but then there was one right in my yard. And mm-hmm. it's an old one. It wasn't dead by any means. I mean, it had some dead branches. But every year it, it puts out these really delicious soft apples. Well, this mm-hmm. winter, I don't know when it happened exactly, but I took a peek in the backyard and the thing was like blown over, facing in a northeasterly direction. Now, it wasn't dead it's like it and we didn't have these strong winds and yeah we had some snow and ice build up on things but is that going to pull a whole tree down so recently i cut it up but the tree wasn't completely dead i had to cut up some stuff to get it out of the yard and i want to use the woods you know maybe have a little fire pit so i make you know use of it but do you think there's like a message in that in any way yeah absolutely um, I think one of the things is it's like the tree spirit is saying, you know, here, I will offer this to you. Take what you need, but leave what's alive be. And I think if you speak to the tree spirit, you know, it'll communicate with you. Okay. Because there's a spirit there, and you've known that for a long time. Yes. Yes, I have. Mm-hmm. Well, the thing is, I've already cut it up, kind of most of it cut up, so there's not much I could leave anymore. There's just a little mm-hmm. trunk left. So did I do the wrong thing by cutting it up like that? Because it was laying right over yeah. in my yard. No, no, I really feel it gave you the gift okay. of that. And the fact that you left the essence because it was alive is really important. So we can continue to flourish. Okay. You know? Good. Yeah. No, I don't feel any harms done. Is it um, is it connected in any way to what's going on now? Why did this tree flow over? You know, fall over? Was it just its time, or was it bracing me for something that was going to come? Or so I think it's symbolic in that um, what it was doing was shedding. It was uh, shedding like old stuff. You know, the stuff that needed to go, it was gone, and it was mirroring um, the essence of creation will remain, it'll flourish, but what needs to go is going to go, and we can take that, what leaves, and use it as wisdom to nourish ourselves and, and look at our lessons and things we've learned, you know, so we're not stepping in the same stuff, you know? Yeah, so I think it's a great mirror for what's happening. That's what I thought. Somehow it was maybe connected to that Uh, because it's just the timing on everything, the way things happen. 
So do you want to talk more about the dream or would you like to move on to uh, the channeling of the Council of One or what would you like to do right now? Well, I was feeling um, <clears throat> that we kind of covered the dream and what I'd like to do is finish up and just say that um, the dream, I really feel um, the spirit of that man came to me and showed me this because he wanted people to know that the human element started this and that, um, you know, it's not, it's, I think it was very telling how I knew the government was knocking on the door. So that I think this is very symbolic too as well at showing how the system is not for people always, right? So mm -hmm. there's a disintegration of the systems happening. Um, so I think it's valuable information to know. Um, and I think it's also important to recognize that we have choice about what we decide we're going to feed. Um, and that we need to listen to our inner truth, not the government, not this, not that. Like, even though I'm into channeling and I know amazing channels, um, uh, things that uh, support me and have always supported me with going within uh, to listen to the inner truths, that's what I'll listen to you know, um, in in the work Flow does, you're guided to go within. In the work Rosalind does, you're guided to go within. The Council of One guides people to exercises they can use to strengthen their core um, in oneness and go within, you know. So I think that this dream is also a message of don't believe everything you're told by the outside stimulus or systems that are operating. It's like there is soul aspects and pieces happening that we need to check in with our inner source of truth. So I think that dream conveys that too. You know, I think it's a good reminder too because it's easy to get wrapped up and, you know, if you're an inquisitive person like me and curious and want to find answers, and I'm always, you know, I'm, I want to be, I'm open to just about the possibility of everything. And I feel that's the best way to learn is to never get um, too wrapped up in believing one certain way. I'm, I've loved yeah. that I look at things that way. And I'm not yeah. overly attached to anything. So, mm -hmm. but it's easy to get caught up in... Mm -hmm some of the conspiracy stuff that's going around and I'm not saying it's not true it's just mm -hmm. shift the focus back and this is why I went through this I went through a time where I was a little bit down during this stretch and I found my joy again well she's on the phone but I'm saying I found my joy again because <laughs> <laughs> because I just put it back towards a happy place and inside yeah. of me and being on the air every day it was hard for a while because I thought, well, are people all worried? And I could sense and feel their fear. And I'm supposed to yeah. go on the air and act, you know, 
And so what I did is I just removed that and I'm back to my joyous self. And I don't know if people like that. Well, how can he be filled with joy when this is all serious? Because that's who I am. I just, I can't be, I'm not making fun of it, but I'm not being overly worried about it or serious. I can't live that way. Yes. Yes. And, you know, if it's not who you are, it's not what you're here to do, you know? Right. So, yeah, and that's your inner truth, mm-hmm. which, you now we love you as you are, Jesus. <laughs> and I My love you as you are. But it's just, it's funny how it took me, you know, I, I don't know if you felt, I think we mentioned that, that you felt these energies as well. You felt the energies of, that there's more active, both you and I felt is that there's more active um, galactics around us, I guess is a way mm-hmm. to put it. And mm-hmm. I, it's like we, we both have sensed, I've sensed that too, and other people have told me they've mm-hmm. seen things. It's like something's going on. Are they <clears throat> trying to help us wake up? I would think so, that there are many trying to assist us on this journey. And maybe, you know, they say there's a day when they will disclose themselves. I think that's possible as well. How do you feel about that, Joy? I feel that there there is a hologram. And in the hologram, um, all our souls have a connection to a door in that different aspects of the hologram. And I feel they play a part. I feel it's important for us to pay attention from our hearts because if we move from our heart and truth, whatever we receive, if that's our intention, is really going to support the integrity of what we're here to live in oneness. And in my experience with the ETs, when I was taken up in the ship, <clears throat> I wasn't harmed. I was trained. And, you know, um, I actually have used that work now more. Um on a larger scale because it's needed now. And I think I think that interdimensional connection with them is much more common than what people think. They may not always go up in a ship like I do, but I think there are times, you know, we get messages or see images and it supports the connection with them. Like I said, though, I feel it's really important to stay in the heart Mm -hmm. because it helps you stay balanced. Absolutely. And to not fear anything that there's a lot of, there may come a lot of truths that are going to come forward and some of it might be, some of it might be a little overwhelming for people. I think when, when we do see a lot of these truths come out, but that's just the human truths, like you say. There's a bigger spiritual uh, oneness truth that's coming out through all of this, really. So, Yeah, and if we look at creation, look at creation. I mean, look at nature, look at babies, look at, you know, creation, the waters, all of it, you know. That's so much bigger than any fear. Mm-hmm. You know? It's like, that's it. And there's so many ways to get on board with a creation flow. So um, 
you know how I said I wanted to share a little of the book with the council? Mm-hmm. Um, how about if we do that and then have the council bring through a message or something if they're going to come through? And if you have any questions, what if we do that, right? Sure, whenever you're ready. Okay. I just have to bring the book up. Of course, it shut down. <laughs> I had it ready to go. <laughs> this is so funny. Um, give it a minute here. I'm going to do this thing. So um, let me just, there we go. So um, I know that you are on the air and um, how much time do we have today? We have as much as you want, so don't worry about it. Okay. So um, I have it. Here and this is the opening to the peace book, and it's the council speaking. And they start off and they say, um, The opening statement is called Peace. Peace exists in the soft caress of a summer's breeze, it's there in the rustling autumn leaves. It's in the soothing sound of a babbling brook. You will find it as you gaze at a crackling fire. It can be sensed in the steady heartbeat of the earth. Its vibration is in all of creation. The stillness of the deer, the slumber of the bear, the easy flow of fish as they glide through water. It is found late at night after a winter snowstorm and under a starry moonlit summer sky. It is the mirror of what your soul knows as home. It is everywhere you are when you embody it, for you are it. Peace consoles the grieving by bringing them to oneness. It gives the mind rest and fills the empty heart It heals what ails the sick by removing the fear that exacerbates illness. It is in the embrace of a loved one. It is in the laughter of a baby reassuring a troubled world all is well. Even as the soul takes its last breath, peace can be felt filling the room and blessing all who remain. You will find peace expressing itself with kind acts, the stranger returning a lost child to its parents, the blanket wrapped around the person who has lost her home due to fire or flood, the calming voice of a singer comforting those affected by disasters. Peace is there in the fluid motion of dance and in the steady beat of a drum playing in rhythm with musicians, creating a synergy that opens the heart and soul. During times of war and trauma, it is the outpouring of goodwill that nurtures the soul and brings solace. Very nice. Yeah, it's kind of calming, you know? Mm-hmm. So I can feel them kind of around so let me take a few deep breaths here okay (coughs) 
Yes, TJ, we have come before you and are delighted in your presence and your willingness to engage with us. For indeed, you are multidimensional and you are a soul that births and brings forth magnitudes and multitudes of interdimensional lights to so many. Thank you for your presence. Thank you. Yes. Do you want me to ask you something, or are you going to make a statement first? Well, we are here, and we are engaging with you in communication through question and answer this afternoon, for it seems as if this interview is evolving and moving through uh, multidimensional realities through conversation. So we are aiding to support that unfolding that way. Okay, so I guess my first question would be is, who or what is the Council of One? We are a body of uh, light which encompasses uh, what some would uh, call the um, high beings or uh, the head council from um, all dimensions of light. Since there no longer is a hierarchy, we are an embodiment of an infusement of all the higher realms as one. Okay. That answer's pretty good to me. Um, yes, yes. And what are what would you like to say to people? There's probably a lot of frightened people right now. Some people are that way, perhaps. Um, and what message would you like to leave with them? It is our intent to hold you in our hearts, all of you that are witnessing this transmission. And we are holding you there so that you can rest in the knowing that peace is what is being presented and birthing and bringing forth itself through interactions of oneness, kindness, uh, respect, honoring, and love uh, during this unfolding. So um, what is needing to fall away that is disruptive to the vibration of oneness and peace and light and all this, it will be shaken up and it will fall away. And then you have space for more peace. You have space for oneness and kindness and love. And that which falls away will find its placement where it needs to go to reorder and relearn what it needs to remember, the oneness. So this can occur in ways that appears very radical, uh, aggressive, almost as if it has uh, violent tendencies to it. And in a very real way, for many who observe and connect with that realm, it does exist for them. Now, we encourage utilizing your wisdoms and 
your inner knowing of the light that you are, your inner truth, utilizing those as stepping stones to step out of the illusion of what is creating havoc. Now, in our perception, what is known as coronavirus is a wave of consciousness, a divine feminine wave of consciousness, which is sweeping the globe and allowing entry points for those that are ready to leave to go and allowing those spaces to open out for those that are ready to receive more love. So as you witness in the winter, there is a death. There is a death that occurs in nature to make way for spring. And this is why in our transmissions and communications, we highly recommend that you go to nature to witness creation, to embody it, to receive it, to be infused with it, and to rest in the wisdoms and the realizations that come with knowing that nature is mirroring creation to you from everywhere through its cycles, its life, its death, its doors, its new creations. Uh, you will witness new creations that are coming in, new animals, new ways that the waters are expressing themselves, new caves uncovered, new interdimensional beings coming from out of portals in the core of the earth, new transmissions from above where interdimensional communication with the ET becomes uh, regular. It becomes regular and quite natural for many. So all these things are occurring because creation is unfolding and expanding herself. And it is doing so partly due to uh, what is occurring through the expression through the divine feminine, uh, through that kind of aspect known as karuna. Now, in some ways, you would say, well, that is destructive. No, this would be Kali energy. Kali is destroyer and creatrix as well. And that is how this karuna energy is operating. Um, this will support the disintegration of what is desiring to leave, and it will support the unfolding of what is to come. So we um, we have been talking about the changes <laughs> coming for you know 2012 was kind of like the big start of, and I'm sure it's you know it was. The understanding that many of us have, and that includes Joy and Roslyn, um, at least the last we I've checked with them, is that you know the divine feminine stepped away, and the masculine energies are not balanced, and they've been running the show for a long time, and well, they haven't really done a very good job. <laughs> I mean, I'm not; it's not a critical, but we've seen what they've done, and they've been allowed to do it, and now. We're moving back to the balance and the return of the divine feminine. And um, 
there are some energies that don't want to let go. Is that kind of what we're seeing here going on? Well, there is a, sometimes a kind of clutching which reveals resistance to letting go, all right? But uh, what you resist will persist, right, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So if something is resisting long enough, it will get tired and let go. Um, and uh, there is a kind of grace in letting go. You see, our aim is not to remove anything. It is merely to support uh, and to allow how creation wishes to express herself, his self. You know, there is a union, a marriage, which has occurred. So we are not throwing out uh, the male energies, right? You no, know, I wasn't suggesting. No, no. We are reassuring the rest of the planet, you know. <laughs> so um, as this sacred marriage occurs, though that which is out of balance will will leave and the choice to do so is with them as well you know they can alter their communications if they desire to Uh, but if they're not um, there is um, an activation which has occurred and the grand design is not necessarily working from uh, much longer from what is known as the free will experiment. There is an unfolding from the oneness of the heart place, which will remove anything outside of that. Um, so it's not as if no one has had choices, you know. Mm-hmm. It's simply how the unfolding is occurring. And we are supporting how Mother Gaia creation, all of creation, wishes to express, you know, uh, for we are creation as well, as are you and the one speaking and all listening, all are creation, you know, creation. Mm -hmm. And so what's happening here on Earth, you know, they say that we're going, we're we're moving towards the fifth dimension. or maybe we, Earth is, we've already kind of already done that. Is that your take? How do you explain that as well? Because sometimes that confuses me a little bit. But are we moving towards another dimensional realm? So uh, you know how all are co-creators on the planet, right? <clears throat> yeah. Yes? Yes. So, um, and there are many souls such as yourself and... Rosalind, the one speaking, and Flo, and uh, the tribe she works with, and knows, and all that, who uh, have signed up uh, to not only experience, but to uh, be actively pursuing and involved in the co-creation of heaven on earth, which is the fifth dimension. So in your cells, when you activate your frequency, You become conduits for it. You live it, right? You know that. Mm -hmm. You get that. So you raise your frequency to live that. Now, as you do that, you also um, provide a kind of transmission to those that are receptive to receiving it. 
some get it slower, some do not want it, and they will not recognize it. And some will receive it quickly and hop on board. Uh, So there are different souls vibrating in different ways, some in unison more with others. Uh, Then there are some that, you know, believe themselves in the world of the eye. So they are not looking at raising their frequency. Uh, They're in the clutching mode, you know. So um, this fifth dimensional reality is already occurring for those that are actively, consciously choosing to live it now. So you align with your choice. You can refresh in your CA pattern to support that alignment, which assists you to keep your vibration up. There are times where different aspects of who you are feel the creation flow and connection with the fifth dimension in different ways where your consciousness may know it and receive it and be consciously aware you are living it and the form may say, oh, you know, I'm still doing some 4D stuff, you know. So you're looking at getting congruent with all of you. Does that answer your question? That helps a lot. Yes, indeed. And there are those that also say that this is not just happening on Earth, but it's happening throughout the universe. Is that an accurate? Yes. Okay. Yes. You see, um, in the transmission, the one speaking um, was uh, a a vocal, a, a voice for Gaia, and Gaia was explaining how her sister, the moon, is ascending and how all the interplanetary states of consciousness that have planets and other universes are also receiving it as well. So what this means is that all the souls uh, across the globe and the universes can tap in as well. It's, it's, a, it's a oneness experience, right? It includes everything. Mm-hmm. Will there still exist places if people want to be part of the the free will experiment or separation, will there still be places where people will go or souls will go to experience that? Yes, yes, there there are designated uh, spots where the ones with no names have spoken it, of it as a kind of kindergarten place to go to, uh, to learn what they need to remember. And so now that we're in this process and I know you can't really put a timeline because everybody, you know, it's it's everybody's going to go at their own at their own pace. Are we going to see? Um, are we going to see first of all bigger changes, more things coming down the road to zap us a little more in case we haven't quite gotten the message? So, first, we wish to address the no time, no space continuum. All right. And yes, souls will evolve into that point as they are ready. Uh, What you will witness is uh, the um, uh, disintegration of the systems which 
are operated and have been downloaded with very dense vibrations. So um, there are clearings occurring. So you will see periods where um, uh, the systems will reveal um, more and more of what is disrupted and what um, is not necessarily serving the whole. Uh, from those um, disintegrations, you will notice um, groups gathering more peaceably to resolve issues all around the world, uh, not in protest, but in desire to grow foods differently in, um, in order to nourish the form, you will notice more cooperation <coughs> with nature and how she is unfolding. Uh, you will notice more uh, care toward the elderly and those that have been um, uh, diminished in any way concerning, uh, um, uh, we want to say, the homeless. Uh, these will, all of a sudden, you will start seeing more care toward these. Um, there is also, as we had spoken, new um, creatures and animals coming forth. Um, you will notice as well that there is going to be much more interdimensional communications from above and below. Uh, the awakenings of consciousness will uh, far exceed anything um, that you have witnessed thus far. You see, you have been present for uh, waves where the light has come forward in different avenues and ways, and now you're going to uh, experience and actually be a part of much larger uh, truth-filled groups. Um, in our perception, you will not be going anywhere anytime soon because you are uh, a voice that can provide truth-filled information for those who seek, we recommend uh, that for you personally, you continually stay in connection with uh, larger groups of light, working uh, souls that are operating with birthing the new, because you also have uh, the opportunity to open your voice that way. Um, and you will meet others that are invested more and more in doing that as well. Um, communal living will become more the natural state of being. You will see this more. Um, you will see and witness more stores and this sort of thing um, that had been operating from corporate worlds uh, start to shut themselves down. Um, you will start to witness barter more. You will actually see ancient ways that supported the oneness become the norm. And you will see new ways to be with each other on the planet during her unfolding as heaven continues to birth. Wow. Sounds like some big changes coming. 
Yes. Now, the trick is to remember when you see something disintegrate, pause and say, well, how will that rebirth? What shape will it take? What is coming in place of what is going away? All right? So you can witness what goes and what births at the same time. There has been much talk that I've, you know, I, I look at just about everything and keep an open mind and try to present people an option to choose for themselves. Yes. But there's been much talk of uh, this thing called the Nesra or Jesra, which is a redistribution of, of wealth uh, that has been basically taken from the people. Um, is that something that you see forward coming forward at all? So remember, in our concept and world, uh, we perceive everything as energetic, all right? We do want to address, however, that there is uh, already an active uh, disintegration of how people propose that, that they would receive wealth. Uh, this is already occurring. There is, uh, uh, we want to say, a kind of block that is presented around the old ways that do not serve the whole. Now, you will see different streams and different attempts where people will strive to uh, co-create new ways to bring wealth to the planet. Uh, some of these things that are operating and some of these things you are connected with will have potential and periodically you will see some uh, frequency or some energy growing from that, but maintaining substance that way may not necessarily be what you call the long haul because um, it is about what is working for the whole, not a select group. So when you are operating with anything, uh, pause briefly and ask, does this serve the whole? That is the barometer to look from. Well, that's good. That, that helps a little bit as far as what Mike's question on that, because according to you know, what some are saying about the Nestor is that it would be... Uh, Basically, what they've talked about already is universal basic income, which would provide everybody enough to just, even if, so you don't have to be a slave to your job anymore. And so it, it helps us to get started. Now, some people say, well, then maybe we're going to get lazy. It gives us the opportunity to have more free time to to chase those vibrations, to meditate on them, to Instead of like me, who works a lot of hours, and then, you know, there's times I'm just tired. So that's how yeah. I kind of see this coming forward, is that it would be the potential for everybody to have basically what they need. It would be enough for everyone. So here is the key. Your intention, your intention has the potential to support the co-creation of this wave. Now, 
The ticket to remember is you want to make sure that all involved in the co-creation are carrying the same intention. All right? Yep. So, and that will reveal itself. But it's very important to recognize <clears throat> that what you are looking at doing is serving the whole. So as far as... Um, where you are meant to be located concerning a job, so to speak, or living your purpose, um, you are meant to flourish. And your connection to have that occur for everyone makes the possibility for you to do so eminent. Cool. Because your intention is pure. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Thank you very much, Counsel. Is there anything else that you would like to... I mean, I could ask for six more hours if you wanted, but I'm guessing we probably should move on, even though time doesn't exist. So technically, I should keep talking. But instead, I'm going to defer to you and if there's anything as far as a closing message that you might have. Yes, we want to encourage you and uh, the listeners to remember and that if you find yourself in fear for survival, remember the vastness of creation and how she grows substance without price tags mm -hmm. and that she houses people without giving them a bill for wood Remember that everything that you need is already there. How you receive it, how you live it may shift or change. But what you need is there. So you can release fear and move to the point where you feel the flow of creation vibrating the truth in the cells of the being of light that you are. Know we are always with you. Can I have one more question, Council of One? One more little question? Yeah. Yes, the you one, can have many. The yes. One, the one that you are speaking through has told me about a couple of cardinals, and I wanted to ask on her behalf, She's been having them knocking on the window, so to speak. And is she seeing, obviously she knows this, but what are they trying to tell her? Well, there are many messages linked to the Cardinals interactions with this one. Uh, there is a global uh, shift that they announce and bring to her the reminder of the union of the uh, masculine and feminine because they come in uh, partnership. Uh, they work together. And the, the voice of the feminine is the strongest in this interaction right now. They remind her soul of the essence of her twin flame and his partnership and connection with her, uh, his uh, mother on the other side. That it's a message from there 
they remind her of the essence of the wind because when the winds change, uh, the uh, message is that change is coming. And so the cardinals come and become very active during that time. And then there are more global messages. And they are also there to let, let those who come know that there are new ways of communication with creation that are being activated. So they open to miracles and magic when they witness what is occurring. Wow. That is pretty cool. I thank you very much. Is there anything else you'd like to say? Only that uh, we represent uh, creation for you and all present and that we are one with each of you and that our love for each of you is not measured and cannot be measured for it is infinite. Our gratitude for your light and your presence is with you always. And so we are blessing all and wishing you joyous moments and lovely unfolding heavenly experiences always. Thank you for allowing us to come forward. Thank you. Hello. Is this Joy or is this the Council of One? Which woman am I talking to here? <laughs> well, this is Joy. I checked. <laughs> now, did you take yeah. in any of what they were saying? Are you present when that's going on? Mm, sometimes. Sometimes I, I walk away with a, huh, you know. Um, so, I when I when they're speaking, I witness what they say, and I sometimes do the ha huh, when they're talking. You know, um, they um, this is their first public appearance, so you know, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. As far as being on the radio and chatting, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, did you catch the part about the Cardinals at the end? Oh, yeah, yeah, and there are some things I've known about them for a long time, you know. So when we were so talking... Oh, they've I... been coming for six months. Well, huh? what they were Council of One when they brought up the part about Twin Flames, you and I hadn't discussed that, but I thought that was a very interesting concept. Well, yeah, because I'm still getting messages about that, you know, mm. and... um they, I've actually had um, um, uh, a three-year-old channel the soul of my twin flame. You know, I've had things happen with that. So um, I'm not surprised that it's in, well, I'm not surprised they said that, but it's very interesting that you zeroed in on that because <laughs> I didn't want to talk about that. <laughs> 
I just, I just wonder, you know, here we get the cardinals, we get the message, the masculine, feminine, the energies, and that makes all the sense, and they're communicating a new form of communication and all these things they're saying. And then when they brought up the twin flames, I thought, huh, you know? And, it, and you know, I've, we've heard it, I've heard it, you've heard it, that the twin flame love energy is being anchored like it's never been anchored before. Yeah. And yeah. it's really here to help move us forward because it's the most powerful connection or one of the most powerful connections that we have because it's basically us you know so yes that was interesting that's all well you know the other thing is too it's this is the time of the reunion of the twin flames too Mm -hmm. so now that we're talking about it let's talk about it right so that this is really um, big time, a time of reunion. In the past year, I've had um, countless people come to me that have met their twin flame that are trying to work this out, which, you know, I'd say a good a good uh, um, number of my caseload are dealing with that right now. And... Um, this wasn't something I intended I'd be doing like this, you know, but I am. And um, it's, it is, it's pivotal. This, this kind of love, it never dies. Um, mm-hmm. it, the love is beyond the human. It doesn't mean you can't have the union in, in the form with them, too. I mean, I know that. And, um, but it simply means that the love is bigger um, because it's really about um, coming into wholeness with all of you and living your divinity with all the different aspects that you are. So it's really a very sacred, sacred love. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I yes. Hear I know you do. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, indeedy. Yes. So, um, and I'm sure we'll talk more, you know, at some point. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, do you have any other questions for me? Not that I can think of right now. Uh, Well, it was good to have this conversation because it certainly puts me, you know, back in another course, which I felt I was, but, you know, I zigzag around (laughs) like anybody. And uh, it gets me to see things, you know, you know, I try to be a truth seeker. And, you know, you start digging into what's going on with this virus. There's a lot of rabbit holes you can go down and and it's good to have knowledge. But it's is it really it's kind of a waste of time. We're not focusing on we have to hold the space like you've always told me. Hold the space, TJ. And that's the most important thing we can do. What can each of us do, Joy? Um besides maybe holding the space, or what can we do to hold the space? Um, what would you recommend? So at this stage of the game, my suggestion is feel your heart and feel the truth of your heart, what it knows as heaven on earth. Let yourself feel that. Feel it in, in yourselves and stand on the earth. And give that vision to the earth and just hold the image of it with her. You know, connect with nature. 
if they you let know, you go out, if they let you go outside and do that. yeah go outside in nature go in nature under the sun with I break the law. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> we all know I'm a rebel, so why not? Right? You know what? Where I live, where I live, I don't have to break the law. So to me, I'm out in nature, especially now that it's nicer. It is so good to be out in it. Yeah. Man, and the heck, yeah. to go home to that every day, I couldn't imagine living in an inner city or be stuck in an apartment for as long a time as maybe some oh, people are, and not to be able to connect with. To me, the answer is in nature, but maybe that's just the way I'm created, how I connect with things. No, no, that is where I think even the council, they talk about finding the truth of creation in nature. I mean, Mm -hmm. they do. I've heard them, you know, like um, even in the, the book, they refer to nature over and over and over again. Um, and it's so funny because it's always been there. Mm-hmm. It's always been there. So they just shine a light on where it's always been, you know, and it's not complicated. But what you're saying, I have um, clients I work with in California, and they can't leave their houses. Mm. Because of the increase in the numbers, you know. Um, now, there's something called the Golden Mantle of Protection that um, many that work with the light, we've been working with that and sending it out. And the Golden Mantle of Protection helps you to stay safe. So, um, I'm kind of saying this on the air, and I don't know um, if I'm supposed to or not, but I just did. So um, I heard it's okay. People need to know there's active protections going on. So um, I think if you connect with the creation energy in the earth in an honorable way, you connect with the golden mantle as well because she is being downloaded with things like that all the time right now. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So the key is to honor life. Absolutely. You know, so. Well, I'm glad to hear things are going well in Pennsylvania. Oh, it's interesting here. Is it? (laughs) It is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um... I I swear, I live in a, well, I do, I live in an alternate universe. <laughs> I I had a thing, I refused to take my Christmas tree down. Now, because of the blood thing that I was diagnosed with, I'm not supposed to hang out in cold weather. And without knowing it, I kept my Christmas tree up going, oh, yeah, I'm just doing that season. And I I have this beautiful Christmas tree up that has all these lights and animals on it. And I'm like, how cool is that? Every day I get up. So when I couldn't go out, I wasn't mad. I was busy admiring my tree and the animals, on it, mm-hmm. you know. It's like simple little things. I think that's what I'm saying more than anything is sometimes simplicity 
you know, helps to make things right size, you mm-hmm. know, in that it's, it's like sometimes the answers we seek are just so simple. It's not all that complicated as to how we deal with things in life right now. I think simplifying is important. Absolutely. I'm all in favor yeah. of that. I think uh, I'm not a complicated person, and I like things simple. I always have, and mm-hmm. uh, this is actually up my alley somewhat. So, yeah. So now I think we're over. Usually, you put a cap on how long I can talk. You know, it's only been six hours, so we're fine. So for the fact I have clients coming, so <laughs> I, I can't do six hours today, but I really, really enjoyed doing this with you, TJ. I thank was, you for asking me. Oh, thank you for being willing to do it. And the Council of One, I really liked how what they said uh-huh. and how they said it. And, uh, you know, it just speaks to your heart, what they're talking about. So Good, good. Oh, before we go, I do want to announce um, this year for the kids organization, we're doing um, a Zoom camp online, and um, it's a it's a five day camp that goes from eleven to one. It's two hours, and the kids get to experience a day of cooking, a day of arts and crafts a day of working with sacred geometry and how to manifest. We have a Native American opener uh, day. We're going to do animals and crystals. So it's going to be really cool. So it would be done online. And we're asking um, for a donation, which I would get into. But... um, if anyone online is interested in having their child come, it's possible now. So um, just contact me, and I'll be happy to give details. And it would be honored to work with any child that would come in, you know. Mm-hmm. So, yes. Well, thank you, Joy, for being a part of this. And um, we will talk again soon. And I'm glad to see you know you're all over this like I knew you would be and you under you have a, a great understanding of what's going on so it's always nice to hear that perspective. Thank you TJ very much and many blessings to you and everyone. Thank you everyone for listening.